0: Hello, Music City. Welcome to the Music City Roundup. My name is Brandon Still, and I could not be happier to be in 2021 with you, Miss Kelly Sutton.
1: Hi. Thanks for
0: being here. How are you?
1: You know what? We're good. We are, uh, yeah, we're good. We were just talking about the fact that when we do this, um, I'm in my basement. You are in a room in your house. and we have to turn the heat off in our homes <laughs> because mine, the the main unit is right here beside me. And so when it's on, it's really loud. And I don't want that to overpower our conversations. So I turn it off. So my child is upstairs like, Mom, are you done yet? Are you done yet? And she's putting blankets on. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. She's fine. So
0: yours is completely up. yours is completely different because mine... Like my central heat and air works throughout the house, but this is like a bonus room above the garage and they did not wire central heat and air to this room. So yeah. there's like an external, I have like one of those like holiday in heaters, you know, that like when you lay in holiday and it like turns on randomly and is loud as hell. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a heater in the room. So I have like one of those built into the side of my room and it turns <laughs> on randomly um,
1: At least you're only freezing yourself. I'm freezing my entire family for the whole <laughs> yeah. <of this> conversation.
0: <laughs> it's I got I got like my house shoes on. I dress all warm in here because by the time we get to five o'clock, I'm like it's freezing in this room. Everybody else is toasted. They got fire going in the house. They're all fine. They're fine. I get cold. So the end of this episode, you'll see me like, okay, ready to go.
1: <laughs> My kids upstairs bundled up. My husband comes down. He's got a, a little beanie on or something to keep himself warm. It's like, are you guys wrapping up? Types it. It's kind of cold in here, <laughs> but it's fine. I mean, here's the thing though. I'm just really thankful that I do have the space to do this. This is kind of amazing. And I, you know, that's just it. We're remote this week. Williamson County is remote learning this week. I think most of Davidson County is also remote parents, that are at home with their kids and they're trying to work from home and they're trying to help their children with all of the, you know, whatever they're dealing with math or science or the things like, I just, I don't know how you do it. I really don't. It, it's too, it's a lot. It's a whole, whole lot.
0: It's tough. I've been up here kind of just working this afternoon. I can hear my wife down there going, cause she's got two. We've got, a five-year-old who's in kindergarten and a first grader. And they both have like simultaneous zoom schedules. Both of them don't know how to do zoom like independently. So she's like running in one room. Okay, you're good. And then and she goes in the other room and then she, I come in to check on them, and I got one who's like laying on the floor with dinosaurs during a zoom. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, I I didn't want to be on it. I'm like, get your tail up and get in here and start watching the zoom. And she's like, what's he doing in there? And I'm like, nothing. It's okay. It's fine. He's He's playing with his uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. He's having a good old time, but you know what? And I told her I said, listen, it, it this this it's fine. like if they do that, like it's okay. like that doesn't make anybody like less of a mom or less of a person. like we're not used to this.
1: No, this is and like let's be real. Like my dad didn't go to kindergarten. That wasn't even a thing years. <laughs> and he's fine. So we're good.
0: It's yeah. Right? It's the whole thing. I, we're good. I think so. I mean, the kids are smart. They have the internet and, and you know what, <laughs> if anything, I think that this is a ploy by teachers. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about teachers. Like if I could do this, like we've said it for years, if I could, if, if every in the world would wait tables, they'd have a little more empathy in life. Like
2: sure. this is
0: like every single teacher in the country is like, you all get to be teachers for a day. What do you think now? And it's like, y- yes, I totally understand. Like you're
2: right.
1: I saw there was somebody that sent an email out. It's like teachers need to be paid a million dollars a day, and I just laughed. I was like, not, not far off. Not far off.
0: Like I'd pay them. I mean, this this Indian taught us like that twenty five dollar Target gift card we give them for Christmas ain't crap. Like we got to do much better. We got to come stronger than this Home's from this hard. point no. forth.
1: That is, I would love to hear if you're watching right now and you have been a teacher, you are a teacher, you're related to a teacher, you know, your spouse or loved ones or teachers, what are the gifts that they really want? And I, I am no bones about like, I will straight up ask, what is it you want? Because they don't want candles. Lord forbid you give them something with an apple on it. Just no. <laughs>
0: They want, oh, they want cash. They want, who want cash who doesn't want cash?
1: Amazon gift card, Visa yeah. gift card. Although I don't like the Visa gift cards because there's all these like hoops. Every time I've ever gotten one of those, I feel like I get duped out of money somehow. I don't know. There's like that a cost like three
0: dollars to do it.
1: It's dumb. It's just dumb. So but but I won't turn it down. So you know, but I'm just saying <laughs> for teachers, Amazon, Target. This I'm I'm contemplating. Like this is what I would want if I was a teacher and cash card. Just give me cash, fifty. Yeah,
0: and I don't even think restaurant. I mean, cash. I think can be. What are you? Are you trying to pay the teacher? That there's a side of that's like. Oh, you just gave the teacher you know a hundo like.
1: Fine with it. You, Fine. Little with
0: it. Jimmy's getting an A. Like I mean, is that a thing? But like, it's all good. Just just hook up whatever it is. Hook them up. Hook, hook up, them up your teachers.
1: So a friend of mine did this a couple, I think it was two years ago. She had wine labels made and she gave the teachers money, but then she like wrapped it around a wine bottle. And so it was like in a, you know, in a pouch, you know, you give somebody in a little like gift wine pouch, but the wine label said, this is because my kid makes you want to drink.
0: See, that's a great, that should be in the comment section right now. Somebody should be like,
1: yes, yes.
0: wine bottles wrapped with cash.
1: Yes, 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 yes. And
0: if if you're in the Green Hills area, you could even get a growler full of Miracle One wine from Green Hills Grill, and you could take that to your teacher, and then that's the gift. She can just go get refilled whenever she wants at a value,
1: what a segue! Where's Charlie? Is Charlie out? Where's he at? Is he joining?
0: Charlie us? is not gonna be on. The, there is not gonna be a happy hour today. He messaged okay. me and he said, "Dude, I'm traveling today." Going he's fast. very, he's he's very important. He is, and he has he, he has many leather bound books. His house smells of rich mahogany. He's
1: uh, <laughs> kind of a big. He owns,
0: a, he owns a wine company. Uh, he, he he's the best. I love Charlie to death um he is traveling today he said he will be with us next week but okay next week i think we have to make do we make the announcement that next week's gonna be kind of our last weekly episode
1: i think you just did
0: did i just do that
1: i think you just did
0: (laughs) so we we don't know the so i have some news i guess i should share my news right should i share that news i think you should okay so i um I have accepted a position with the Green Hills Grill in Mirable as their director of operations, which is a job that I've previously held and I'm coming back to that job to really kind of get back in after this pandemic and really drive us through to the next level. And I'm really blessed. I'm excited. Uh, There's so many emotions that are going on. However, that is going to be a full-time job. So I will not be able to do three shows a week. We'll not be able to do uh, the roundup. This show, while I love doing it and I love seeing your smiling face, we could still see it. We can still like have coffee and stuff because you know we're neighbors.
1: I try yeah, we by. can. Okay.
0: We could do this, uh, but we're going to do one more episode of the roundup. And then maybe we do like a monthly thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't, not, we're not saying it's gone forever. We can just still right. play with it. Um,
1: it's here, and we'll figure it
0: out. It is. Out. It's here. And there's still lots of fun stuff to talk about. I think once we get through the pandemic, there's gonna be a lot more stuff to talk about. Maybe bring it back full time. But we're gonna do this episode today, and then we're gonna do next week, and then we're just gonna kind of play it by ear.
1: And I like that. That's fine. That's how my whole life is right now.
0: Right <laughs> That's how I've been for the last year. Yeah.
1: What time is it? Three forty-two. What are we having for dinner? Uh, play it by ear. I
0: don't know. I tell you what, we we day do want to say
1: Friday. I don't know. Yeah.
0: We got a few people giving us shout-outs. I want to say hi to Ray Hunter.
1: He hi, says, Ray. what's
0: up, Kelly Sutton?
1: Hi, Ray. How are you, friend?
0: Uh, Nick Cried.
1: What? What's Nick doing?
0: He says, howdy. <laughs> I don't know if that's like a mini Pearl thing it there, works. but he's howdy. Yes. And then Candy Davidson says, hi, Kelly. And she included me.
1: Oh, Hi, hi, Kelly and Brandon. I'm so excited she's watching. That's my mother-in-law.
0: Oh, hi, mother-in-law. Hi, Candy. Yes.
1: Great yes. to have
0: you watching. Uh, you know what I did today? I went and I got It's a Philly thing. What's have you, ever, have you ever had that? The
1: cheesesteaks.
0: The cheesesteak. They're in Bellevue? Awesome.
1: Yeah, I know exactly where it is. I've heard nothing but amazing, amazing things about it. And we keep saying uh, because one of Paul's favorite things is a cheesesteak. So he keeps saying, We gotta try it, we gotta try it, and we just forget.
0: Uh Zaire Baker is the owner and talked to him today. I'm gonna do a full interview with him coming up. Okay. Fantastic. They do this thing called it's like a it's like a ice, like you know, it's like a slushy type thing, but they gave him this cherry. So it looks like I'm wearing lipstick today. Cause so just finished like my cherry <laughs> slush thing. So it is Look what it good. is, but
1: I wasn't going Leg- to say anything, but, you know, fine. Since you brought it up, I thought maybe you were going for something different. <laughs> no legit
0: le- legit cheesesteaks, um, which brought me to think, like, that I was craving it. I don't know what it was, but, like, I was craving this food today. Like, I needed a cheesesteak. The Jersey Mike's is a cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. I just needed, like, a hot sandwich with, like, meat and cheese. And I don't know, sometimes I just like crave things. Do you have anything yeah. that every once in a while you just like crave like I need this?
1: Margaritas. Yes.
0: <laughs> that is definitely a a one thing. Yes.
1: Is that is that okay? No, honestly, um, yeah, I do, but most of mine are usually sweets. I am I am such a sweet uh. tooth. Oh my gosh, I'm such a sweet tooth, and I hate that about me because I don't like all of the sugar but yeah there i there are days where i'm like i just i need chocolate i need something chocolate i don't care if it is a small piece of chocolate or a large piece of chocolate sometimes but i need chocolate and i have it in different places like i'll keep things strategically in little through spots the house throughout the house Well, i'll tell you my go-to now and my friend uh landon had put it on her blog but yeah, if I really have like that sweet tooth attack, like, I'm, oh, I need some chocolate right now. I will go and do a spoonful of peanut butter and you put some chocolate chips on top of it because you're getting the protein Yes. with the sugar. It tastes, you're basically eating a smaller size Reese cup, right? So mm-hmm. it's straight peanut butter with some chocolate chips on it. And usually that satisfies and you don't feel like you just indulged in a 400- calorie candy bar you just ate peanut butter with the with the protein and then you've got the chocolate on top
0: that's a good call if you're out there watching right now and you have I w- i'm curious to know like what is your go-to crave that you got to have like everyone's from all life is there is there a place out there is it sugar is it sweets is it whatever it is like is there a place you have sort of one dish out there you just gotta have is it hot chicken from Hetty b's or helen's hot chicken is the, the, the segue there but yeah. i'm gonna ask our first guest today Who's been patiently waiting, Mister Corey Coleman, Corey. who's the direct Corey's the director of operations for the Corner Pubs, and a good friend of the show, and a and a good friend in general. <laughs> what do you have a crave that you have, Corey? That you just you gotta have.
2: I am a salty sweet combination guy. That's oh. like, like,
3: you know what I mean, like
2: a good salted caramel chocolate. Oh, come on now, um, you know. There's uh, the bark fins. It's like chocolate with pumpkin seed or chocolate with almonds.
1: Yeah, I've had those. You can I've get had, Costco. You can get the I've great had, big Costco. Costco
2: every time I go. Like I, I have no shame when I get to the checkout <laughs> line. How many of those are in my cart?
1: <laughs> I can honestly say, and I'm not saying this because you're here, Corey. This is 100% the truth. My husband can attest. I think he may have already gone upstairs. We crave the hot chicken sliders from Corner Pub. Okay, yeah. The hot chicken sliders from Corner Pub, little provolone on the top, melty, dunking that in either ranch or blue cheese. It, all day long. So good.
2: Yeah, you know, um, we're excited about that's a good segue into uh some things I want to talk about. Our new menu options. You know, we got healthy new menu options, and and don't be scared. All the things that Corner Pub is known for, and, and what the brand is built on, all those menu items are still there. But we have healthy menu options now. Um, you know, we got some shrimp skewers on the appetizers. We got a warm um, grain bowl down in the salad section. We got a Polynesian chicken and some pork chops. You know, we we've expanded the menu a little bit. Um, and if you don't see something on the menu, ask your server. We can always make it if it's in house. We will make it for you. I promise. We are a we are a yes um, company and a, and a yes industry, for that matter.
0: Yeah, you know what? I, you know what I love about you guys, Corey. And if you didn't catch my interview with Corey and the owner of the Corner Pubs, Tabor Lucky, that was uh, I think last month, month before last. One of the best, like most listened to interviews that we've done, by the way. One of our highest viewed YouTube videos. Yeah. You, apparently, people were dying to know what you guys look like. Um, <laughs> Or, or all of your family shared that video. I don't know, whatever it might be. However, Maybe a little bit of both. Since Tabor bought the corner pub, I think that the, you know, I don't know what people's perception of the corner pub was before then, but you guys are are restaurant tours. I mean, you guys are professionals who buy quality ingredients who run a very tight ship in that kitchen. Uh Tabor has uh some Jay Alexander's background. Um, he was with Infinity, you were too. Yeah. Um, but like all of your you guys are operate really at a high level. So people out there that may have a perception of what the Corner Pub was, you guys have completely turned that place around. I mean, we live right over here close to the Bellevue one. And Kelly, I mean, that Bellevue store is a completely different restaurant.
1: Yeah, it really is. It
2: really yeah. is. You know, we were really hoping people didn't recognize the place when they walked in. Um, and, and I think we succeeded. You know, a lot of people you were did. excited about it and, and appreciative of what we've done there. And you know, same thing for uh, the new Cool Springs location. You know, we, we uh, completely gutted it, um, and, and it was the old Franklin Abbey before um, we, we took it over. And, you know, I think um, the response from the community so far has been overwhelming. I mean, you know, everyone comes in and is like, this isn't even the same place anymore. And, um, you know, we like to hear that. We like to know that we've made a change and an impact, and, you know, we – we are family friendly. Um, we, we doubled the size of the patio and expanded it. We are no smoking inside. We are no smoking outside on the patio either. Um, you know, that's important to us because after all, we are a family friendly sports bar. Um, you know, we, we're gonna become a staple in the community and and we really um, are, are happy with what we've heard from the community so far and, and excited to keep expanding the Brand Corner Pub to a community near you.
1: And you know what I think is really interesting too, Corey? Every corner pub that I go to has its own flavor because it is kind of a it, it's a part of that community. So, you know, our corner pub that's out here close to us is different than the one that's downtown. And I'm sure it's going to be a little bit different than the one that's in Cool Springs. What does that mean to you? And what are you guys really kind of honing in on to make sure that you are a part of the community and that you do get accepted as like, yeah, that's our that's our neighborhood hang.
2: Yeah. So, you know, um, this week and next week I'll be getting FaceTime with all the local businesses because, you know, lunch is a great um, is a great time for us to get the local business and professionals in to the corner pub and and show them, hey, you know, we we are here for you guys. um, And, and, you know, we'll have a little bit different of a dinner crowd, too, because there's some great communities around here as well. Um, Working closely with the chamber, obviously, of Franklin. And, uh, you know, more than anything, I think. Having, obviously, our 21 TVs in the place to know that we are a sports bar. You're here to watch the game. We are the place for that. But also, you know, that – Is there a game this Sunday? We are having a game this Sunday, <laughs> and we're going to have 102.5 The Game do their pregame show from Corner Pub Cool Springs.
1: Oh, yeah. Very so cool.
2: So We're excited to have them at the at the Cool Springs location. Um, we'll be, you know, rearing up for the 12.05 kickoff uh, for the uh, Titans-Ravens game. But um 102.5 will be doing a live broadcast from our from our newest location, and we're excited about that. Um, you know, we're but also you, excited. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to
0: say you you've you said that you've got a very positive response from the people so far. What's so? Some people say, I, uh, "What is the best compliment you can get?" What's the best compliment you can receive from somebody?
2: Best compliment. I'd say we're going to tell everyone that you guys are here and you guys are open. Um, you know, I mean, Word of mouth is the best marketing still, you know, old school. I mean, you know, with the, with the wave of technology and everybody has a phone in their hand, you know, five, six, 20 hours a day. Um, you know, knowing that they're going to get on their phone, they're going to get on their social media. Um, and they're also going to tell their neighbors and their family that, hey, Corner Pub is open and it is awesome. You guys need to come check it out um, that's, that's sort of what we've gotten over the last five days. And, and we, we just love hearing that.
1: You know, we were talking earlier, um, because we are kind of in our own little world, in our own little pocket of where we live. One of the things that really stood out to me, and it's so small, Corey, but it made a big difference. We are, you know, ordering out so much more and we're doing takeout, we're doing the curbside. And the fact that you guys are doing curbside, when I pull up, They see it's my car. They've asked me what my car, make and model are. They see it's my car. They come out, double check that it's me, bring me my food. And then this is so small, but it made a huge difference. He said, I'll just put it back here and open to the back seat of my car and set it in the back seat. Instead of like me trying to drag it through the window, little things like that are really, they go a long way in customer service. And I would love for you to talk more about how you guys are really trying to train everyone at all of the different locations to make sure that that kind of customer service is, is everywhere.
2: Sure. You know, it's, it's something that is important to us. And we know it's important to each community we're in that, you know, if they want to have that, that no touch experience, the, the hands off where, Hey, you know, I, I would love to order food from you guys. And, and some people aren't comfortable coming back and some people have, you know, family reasons, health reasons. We completely understand that. But, but we, we also, you know, are really appreciative when people call in their or order directly to us or order directly online um, in order to be able to get food from the corner pub. So the training of the staff, you know, I, I let them all know, look, we're, we're here and, and we want you to make sure that everyone is comfortable. Everyone has a different different level of comfort mm-hmm. at this point. I mean, you know, everybody's a little on edge too, but um, being able to make sure that, you know, whatever your need is for, you know, whether it's ordering out or ordering in, if you have a certain place you want to sit or, you know, some people, um, uh, you know, would would like us to, you um, handle food in certain ways we can do that for you like i said we're, we're a yes company um we're here for the needs of the guest and they come first every time
0: that's awesome that, that's been my experience uh it's been consistent throughout your entire time with uh every, every experience i've had with you guys and i'm just excited that you, you came on the show today i'm glad you're here to talk about um your new location in Cool Springs. Now it's on Carruthers, right?
2: It is on Carruthers. It's Explain 9- exactly
0: where you're located.
2: So we are on nine two hundred Carruthers in Cool Springs. Um we are in the old Franklin Abbey. We have uh Wilson Bank and Trust, uh Hungry Howie is in our shopping center there, right near the Dunkin' Donuts, which is I mean that place now we know
0: matter. where it is. Next to okay, by the Dunkin' Hungry Alley, I don't know what that other stuff. Dunkin' right. Donuts, yeah, we're good. And
2: that's what I'm saying. That place is packed. <laughs> 24 seven. You know what I mean? I mean, it doesn't matter what time of day that Dunkin' Donuts is going crazy, but we're excited to be in this cool Springs location. You know, we're, we roll out our new craft cocktail menu. Uh, we have a great beer selection there. We have wine on tap. Um, you know, we, we, uh, this, this new year we're really looking to expand our relationships with local partners. Um, whether it's breweries or distilleries, Um, Or even food purveyors, you know, we're going to be sourcing a lot of ingredients locally as well. So just just really building those relationships this year. You know, 2020 was kind of a year of reaction. And this is going to be a year of being proactive and really, you know, sort of bonding with all the local people that we can um, from all sides of what we do. Um, you know, catering is going to come uh, full force. It's kind of Tabor bread and butter. So uh, we're really going to expand our catering and and get that off the ground running. Um, so it's a it's a good cheers to 2020, and we're super excited about it.
0: Well, I couldn't be more excited for, for better people. Um, please wish Tabor the best of success. Tell him we're sorry we missed him today. I'm so excited that you got to come and be on the show, and I look forward to grabbing coffee with you and seeing you at the corner pub over here in Bellevue. And I cannot wait to come down and check out the new corner pub in Cool Springs. How do people follow you? Do you have a bunch of different social media sites? Is it all on one? You can, or
2: um, You can search most of them. I mean, corner pub downtown, corner pub, Brentwood, Franklin, Bellevue, Cool Springs. Um, all of those. The Skeena Cantina as well, beside our corner pub Brentwood location. Um, check out our Mexican concept as well. And then www.cornerpubtn.com. You can hit all of our, uh, online ordering and, uh, links to social media, our menus, all that good stuff. So, um, you can check us out all there, hit a like, share it and come see us at the corner pub. The neighborhood meets at the corner, as we say.
1: I love it. All right, Corey, before we let you go, what's your favorite thing on the menu?
2: My favorite thing on the menu, you know, I love a good salad. I mean, that's, you know, it's it's something that I need to eat more of in 2021. <laughs> but I like to do the salad with grilled chicken tossed in our honey sriracha sauce.
1: Oh, okay. It's a
2: little hybrid there, you know? Oh,
1: yeah. Honey my... You
0: have me at honey sriracha. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah it's, one one
2: new, it's one of our new wing sauces we brought to the menu. So we're excited for everyone to come out and try it. But thank you guys so much for having me on. Uh, it means so much. And like I said, we're we're all excited about 2021. Congratulations to you, Brandon, on the on the new gig. Um, and thank you so much. Thank you so much for your support. And we will we will bring the food out to you and put it in the back of your car every time we come to Corner
1: Cornerstone. <laughs> <laughs> At least once a week, Corey. At there least once a week. <laughs> thank you so much. It was great to see you.
2: Thank you. Y'all take care.
0: Thanks, brother.
1: I think a, a it, it's more like probably twice a week if I'm just <laughs> you know. I right there. And it's so awesome. And we love their food. I mean, we just, it's easy. It's easy. It's always good. And they put it in the back seat. Like that's amazing. That's kind of the best.
0: So before we started talking to Corey, we asked the question, is there anything out there that you just like crave that like throughout the day, if you haven't had it in a little bit, you're like, I just need to me it was a cheesesteak today. I needed like a hot sandwich with meat and cheese on it. You said you have to have chocolate. Like chocolate there are times where you just crave chocolate. Sometimes you put peanut butter on a spoon with chocolate chips and you just go to town. And we have a couple of other responses. Your um, mother-in-law has jumped I on and that. She said I got chocolate from anywhere.
1: She's right here with me. We we know.
0: She like knows where you hide it in your house. Uh, Paul Paul Brennan has chimed in, and he said, "Edley's smoked chicken wings
1: oh yeah
0: i I totally see that I t- like just that meat for me, it's just sometimes I just need like a a mm-hmm. good meat, right?
1: I gotta tell you if I'm doing um if I'm gonna go that route, one of the things that i I can say that I have craved lately that's delicious is the smoked sausage from our buddy Shane at Honeyfire.
0: oh my gosh. I, right? the the um, the Diablo Jones I mentioned it last week. the Diablo Jones one of the sandwiches that like I just I'm like I got it I got it. it's got the jalapenos and the white sauce Alabama white sauce. oh my gosh it's
1: it his sauce and I am you know like I'm used to really, really good barbecue i'm I'm in that vein and I love that and that's one of my things and Shane his barbecue across the board is delicious, but when I had his smoke the smoked sausage to me was like a game changer. And it was really kind of shocking. It was one of those where we just got the sampler and we, you know, it came with, I wouldn't have ordered the sausage if it wasn't with the sampler. And then when I tasted, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's insane. insanely good." Uh,
0: Candy says she knows where some of your hiding places are. Yeah. And she, she also says that uh, she loves she also loves my praline mix and hides it from paul yeah so we're getting a little more inside baseball and you like personal no so,
1: um she makes this amazing praline mix and it is um like checks you know the checks um cereal and mm-hmm. then it has um the pecans in it and it's all got like this beautiful glaze that she puts in and then puts it in the oven so it's it, it and you just eat it you just keep eating it you can't stop it's truly so good and it is that sweet and salty mix um and i do hide it because my husband will eat it all
0: i know i know what that's about i'm a husband and i eat that stuff too my wife makes these cheese krispies that i'm like yes i have to have more of those uh james radar 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 bustle
1: hi james
0: he likes cornbread flutters and buttermilk
1: what are flutters is that i don't know is that a I don't know. Let me turn off my. That was my email that made a big ding. Oh, nice. Sorry, thought I had it turned off. Now it's gone. It it's won't okay. do
0: that. Three phone calls since we've started. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm
1: like oh, look, they're on. I think I'll send them an email and call. Are them. you
0: live? Let's call them. What's Just kidding. On? I love you guys. Hey, I want to give a shout out to my buddy Ross Chandler, who's out there. That's a cool profile pic- picture. Ross, you look like a. Like you're on a motorcycle or something. You look look, look like a badass. (laughs) Hi, Ross. Uh, Ross is one of my my buddies, and he is also... I don't even know what his title is, but he's he's one of the most amazing guys. He's over at Cytex. Cytex, which we all know, is the linen company in Nashville. So if you are somebody out there and you have a restaurant and you need tablecloths, linens, first aid kits, uniforms, mats, any of that stuff, and you don't like your current company, and your current company isn't Cytex, but if you had Cytex, you're going to love your linen company. But if you use somebody else and you don't like them, and chances are, if you use somebody else, you don't like them,
1: Hmm.
0: you want to give Cytex a call. You want to find them at cytex-corp.com, or you want to call Ross Chandler. Um, I don't have Ross Chandler's phone number right up right here, but you can see his picture right there. Ross Chandler, he is the guy um, who you need to get a hold of to find the best in linens. They are the good guys in the linen company. And I've interviewed them all, and these guys were legit. And I just love them. I'm so happy that they're a sponsor of our show. First, talked to him, and he was like, Dude, we love what you're doing. Like, we love that you're helping out restaurants and supporting restaurants. Like, how do we get involved? I was like, I, This is great. Come on, let's go.
1: Well, and you know, I know you've mentioned it before, but that is one place that a lot of restaurants end up spending way too much money. Like they overspend for those things.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a thing.
1: I, so that, I don't live in that world, but I will take your word for it.
0: So we've got a guy named Matt Herrick coming up at four 15 and um, he is the owner and make sure I pronounce his his last name correctly. Uh, he's the owner of a company called Maypop.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: And Maypop is a, Matt Herrick, yeah. He is the, he, Maypop is a sparkling water that is on draft that you can get at restaurants. And for me, for people like me who are like non-drinkers, it's great because you can go to a bar and order it on draft and get like a pint of water, but it's like a grapefruit sparkling water that you can sit and drink and be like normal like everybody else. I don't have to have alcohol. Or you, if you are a drinker, it goes great right with vodka, apparently.
1: Wow!
0: So it's so taken over the city.
1: I didn't. I've not heard of it. So basically, it's it's all of the canned like sparkling waters that everybody loves to buy, but now it's on tap and you can have it in a restaurant.
0: Amen. That is exactly what it is, and I don't. Wow. I don't know if he uses like water from the Himalayas. I don't. I don't know what it is. But I love his stuff, and they have it at Otto's Bar. I had it at Otto's when we did a live remote there, and they—I just had this stuff. I was like, I could drink like nine of these. Like I was sitting at a bar, like I was like, I love the stuff. I can't wait. I want to meet the guy that makes this stuff, and I want to bring him on the show. And today is the day we get to talk to him in ten minutes.
1: The water from the Himalayas. <laughs>
0: He's probably listening right now, going, "It's not from the Himalayas." Don't, don't, don't start that.
1: Yeah, that's probably not it. That's probably not it. But that's kind of great. I love the fact that you just (laughs) put that out there.
0: (laughs) We'll get later on. um,
1: I think later on in the show, and I'm hoping that he'll join us. I reached out to somebody that I was watching uh, Tuesday night. I don't know if everybody got a chance to watch, but Tuesday night there's a new program on. It's called Streets of Dreams. It is your BFF, Marcus Limonis, wow. um, who is also on The Profit, which is on CNBC. And I kind of knew of him, but I kind of didn't. And I wasn't really sure. And, you know, long story short, after everything that happened in downtown Nashville, he was one of the first people that really stepped up and said, I want to help the businesses in downtown Nashville. I'm going to come up with the Nashville 30 day fund. It is. Um, no repayment loans for businesses that were directly affected by what happened on Christmas day about the bombing downtown, no red tape. Um, He just wants to help businesses and he put $500,000 of his own money in it. So now he's got this new show called Streets of Dreams, and he just featured Nashville on Tuesday. So as I was watching that, I was like, oh, we really need to see if we can get somebody from the show to come on with us. And so I reached out and the owner, the founder of Helen's Hot Chicken, hopefully oh, yeah. be joining us in a little bit. I think he's going to come on around 445. So I'm excited to find out what that was like to shoot because that was back in 2019 when they shot it. So it's oh, been, wow. yeah. So we'll find out more about what's going on with Helen's coming up too.
0: Helen's hot chicken is a fantastic, fantastic place. Their hot chicken is really, really good. Mm -hmm. They've got a store over there on Jefferson street and, um, I've eaten there like 10 times random. Like I I love it. Like Helen's hot chicken. I've eaten there more than I've eaten at Hattie B's. So I'm excited to have him on the show for sure.
1: That's amazing. Well, and I'm one of those people like I like to eat there. Um, If it's mild, I can't do the super hot. I know I can't do the super hot. I'm not even going to pretend like I can. So I go in there pretty just like, I I just want to do the mild or my trick that I did at Prince's and I've done this um, also at Hattie B's is just get the plain chicken, no anything on it, but get the sauce. And that way you can dip and you can kind of go, well, here's the mild. All right, here's the next. And, you know, work your way up the ladder until you find where your tolerance is.
0: I love it. Um, hey, we were talking earlier and I wanted to, I'm, I'm going to change the topic real quick on you.
1: Great. We were
0: talking about restaurants and how we support restaurants and gift certificates and all of those great things.
1: Yes. Yes. We
0: got about eight minutes before, before we get to Matt with May Pop. Right. You want to jump into that real quick?
1: I think we should. I mean, here's the thing that's so interesting so many people really want to help right now. I know. It's not just you and me. It's everybody that we talk to. They they mm-hmm. are worried about the state of our local restaurants. What does that look like? How can we help them? But we are also in the midst of a pandemic with the numbers rising. It's not looking great for us around here. In fact, we're kind of seeing it spike. So how do you go about helping these restaurants? Is it ordering the takeout? Is it doing the gift cards? Is it, you know, how's what is the best way to help them? And so I asked you because you've had so much experience in restaurants and running restaurants, me and part of that world is the best option to go get gift cards. Cause that's what we were hearing people really going on and on about for Christmas Mm -hmm. just gift cards to your favorite place. And I just wanted to know what does that look like for a restaurant that is operating? Let's say I go out to corner pub and I buy a $50 gift card today to give to you. How does that factor into their bottom line? And what does that look like for them later on?
0: So I love that question because I think that there's a lot of misconceptions. And I wanted to, I, I would love to be able to share exactly what it means and how you can help restaurants right now. Gift cards are great. Okay, gift cards in any given time of the year are great. Um, what you're doing is, is you're, purchase, you're, you're, you're making a commitment to purchase food from a restaurant, and later on, people are going to cash it in. Now, the great thing is, in any normal economic situation, you buy a gift cards; it's no problem because the restaurant's busy, we're making profits. It's great when you purchase a gift card; it adds to cash flow. It, it gives them cash immediately, and then it's like a savings bond. Later on, somebody comes and cashes it in. Now, the thing is, is that on a typical day, most gift cards, like you know, twenty percent of them never get turned in. So there's also that factor. So that helps the restaurant. But right now, I think that what the narrative people are saying is, hey, go. If you're going to eat, let's just let's just use the Greenhouse Grill, for example, because I'm aware of this restaurant. If you're going to go eat there for the next year and you typically spend three thousand dollars there, if you go spend three thousand dollars right now and buy gift cards and then use them throughout the year. I don't necessarily know how well that helps restaurants and it's an, it's a restaurant to restaurant individual basis. It keeps the restaurant afloat. It gives them cash to maybe make payroll this week, but eventually you're going to cash in all of those gift cards when they could be even in a worse situation. They're in so much debt right now and they're trying to stay above water and giving them a nice cash influx is great. But when you go in, to turn in those gift cards, you're still gonna be trading them in for goods and services no matter what the financial situation is like. They still have to pay for that food whenever you come back to do it. So it can actually put the restaurant in stress. That's not saying don't go buy gift cards. A lot of restaurants still want you to buy gift cards, but don't do it like that. If you're gonna buy a gift card for a gift for somebody who's gonna come and use it, great. They're gonna use it in the next month, great. The best way to help a restaurant right now is to go and physically eat there. Order food, spend the money, Tip really well and leave. To-go food works the same way. Go online, place your order, go to the restaurant mm-hmm. like you are do at the corner pub. Let them put it in your car, take it away, whatever you do, and then take it home to eat it or take it to eat it in your car. Like we always go to Hugh Babies and pull across the street to that park and eat it right there.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Um,
0: But if you do Uber Eats or if you do DoorDash or any of these other things also, they charge such hefty fees on the restaurants. Now, a lot of restaurants I've heard hate it. And a lot of restaurants also are loving it right now because the Uber Eats and DoorDash is also a marketing company, right? So
1: right. if I'm
0: a restaurant and I need to build sales and I go on Uber Eats, They will. Pr- I go to the website and my restaurant's going to show up on their website where people who go to Uber Eats, it's also like a, a shopping place. It's a marketplace that people can choose where they're going to eat. So they're going to get sales they didn't have before, but there's not going to be sales they're going to make any money on. They're just gonna get the sales. So if I sell a hamburger for $15, yeah, and I sell it through Uber Eats, the end user is paying like $24. The restaurant gets 10 of that. So they're not making any like real money on that. But no. what they are doing is they're making enough money to pay the guy behind the grill, and they're enough making enough money to pay the people the hourly to go ahead and sell it. So that it's key, like the new game right now is can we all keep our heads just above water. Nobody's really making a lot of money right now, but just keeping our heads above water and Uber eats. will get you there. If you want to help restaurants succeed and make profit and the margins are super thin as it is go dine in the restaurant or order to go and pick it up. That is the number one best thing you can do right now. Gift cards are great. If you're going to buy gift cards for friends, go buy gift cards for friends, do that stuff. But buying like your entire year's worth of, we're going to eat there at one time is also kind of risky because you never know if that restaurant's going to make it the entire year.
1: That's, that's very true. Well, and I mean, I think, you know, people do feel like they, they want to help. They just don't really know the best way to do it. So the other thing that you had mentioned to me, which I think is really interesting, there are things that you can purchase outside of food. Like let's say that you still are, you know, very immunocompromised and you don't feel comfortable eating in an establishment yet. We're not there yet. So, you know, one of the things that you had mentioned Look to see if they have merchandise like if you're if you're gonna buy a really cool shirt that says Maribel on it then you can you know do some merch there because that's a big thing and the other thing i'd never thought about this but then it clicked and i was like that makes so much sense if they are selling wine by the bottle like that can be a good way to help boost their profits
0: Yeah. A lot of people have, you know, we spent a lot of money on inventory. So I mean, that wine that we buy just sits in a closet or in a rack somewhere. So purchasing that wine for them also helps them get more expensive wine sits on inventory the longest. And that's the thing that's just cash sitting on a a, a shelf. So more you can get that off of their hands, too. That's also big. Now you're paying a huge, um, you know rate increase when you buy that but i mean it does help the restaurants yeah. I, wonder, I wonder what Maypop matt has to say about all of this did we should bring him in i think we should hey there he is
1: hi how are you
0: wonderful this is fun
4: thanks for having me on
0: man we're so excited <laughs> to have you yeah
1: <laughs> matt okay tell us about Maypop. Yeah. brandon was filling me in that i yeah. want your definition yeah what i'm
4: doing pop? i'm doing a cool thing right now you know i'm uh so I started. I you know I worked in the beer industry for six and a half years here in town, uh, local small craft distributor Bounty Bev. Oh uh, yeah, worked, uh, loved Kurt Strickmakers. My was my boss. Just really gave me the platform to kind of um, just grow the restaurant scene. And I, you know, as a sales rep downtown and Eighth uh, Avenue, 12 South, all those restaurants um, really bolstered a lot of relationships and got and got got my feet under me um, doing that. And then you know, kind of just got a little like just drawn out with, the, you know, the, the consistent kind of drinking, which is the job, you know, you have to kind of taste sample, you know, go in, into bars and, you know, grow relationships, you know, kind of taste the new, the newest release. Craft Beer has 15 new releases every week, as you guys know. <laughs> um, so it, that, that got a little taxing and, and there, and there wasn't, there, there wasn't any way to patronize. You guys are talking about patronizing the restaurant w- w- with drinking a non-alcoholic beverage, right? So this is something that I was like, hmm, okay, no one's really doing this in the restaurant scene. People are opening cans, you know, uh, ginger beer mixers, you know, very wasteful type stuff. And I was like, what if I can, like, create a sparkling water, add real fruit juice and put it on tap, you know, and and really just kind of uh, spin the market around on its head and be and and the way people think about going walking up to a bar. Right. They're like, oh, I have to get alcohol. No, you don't Now that, now we, you know, now we have this going, it's a, you know, it's on tap and and craft brewed, you know, 12 South tap room, you know, kind of a Mitchell's deli. Some of our, my favorite restaurants are supporting this because it's a local, you know, non-alcoholic option that starts a tab. Right. And uh, you can, you can tip on it and you know, and if if you can pace yourself, you know, a child can walk up to the bar and order a May pop. So there's, (laughs) there's a lot of fun um, ways to rethink the beverage scene in nashville with my with what i'm doing you know and i'm really i'm really happy and proud to to be here you know alive six months uh just into it you know i just got my first sale was in june of 2020 you know middle of the pandemic uh had no idea the pandemic was coming when i left bounty obviously um so this this all kind of happened uh with getting partners with jackalope I'm, I'm producing this over at jackalope brewing company in wedgwood oh, nice. houston Uh, So I have tank space there where I own tanks and I get to go in there and, and order uh, basically order from their, from their brewers. And they, and they put me on the schedule and keg it up and, uh, and I go out and sell it and deliver it and and self distribute it all here in town. And, uh, um, and, and I, and I started all this just from an idea of scarcity, right? There's nothing, there's nothing out there that tastes good. That's non-alcoholic, you know, Uh, besides, you know, I've got some really great, you know, Swinners coffee, uh, Walker Brothers kombucha, you know they have a wonderful non-alcoholic draft, and um, on that kombucha scene, uh, but n- nothing like it, just a simple sparkling water. And, and I'm using like sourced real fruit juice um, that I, you know, I get uh, that I get kind of down in Florida, uh, real grapefruit juice, real orange juice, real lime juice, real lemon juice. You know, and it comes it comes in pasteurized, and I and we treat it again at Jackalope. Uh, so we're doing a lot of stuff. You know, kind of like with the, with the volatile juice itself, you know, to kind of make it shelf stable, you know, and there's a lot of, I did a lot of research, you know, to kind of get to where <laughs> I am today with, um, a, a shelf stable product. Um, and yeah, you know, and just uh, my, my next big step is getting into cans, you know, like kind of, I want to, I want to do cans and, um, we're and we're just gonna. I just. I'm literally in this new space, this new warehouse. Over. I, I got the keys yesterday. I mean, the, Yay! You, okay. yeah, Congratulations, yeah. man! Yeah, it's unbelievable. Oh, I, yeah, has I, the no, new space can you see the live? Can you see the live? Can't like. Well, oh, let's see. Let's see. Give us a tour. You know, there's the Maypop, ah! Maypop Mobile. You know, and I'm 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 working on the racks and it's just you know a little bathroom. it's just fun you know and this is just a new space and I, I first thing I did was installed speakers and I've been jamming and <laughs> uh, what are you listening to uh Boston you know obviously uh, just <laughs> ah yeah to the to the to the max Boston more than a feeling you know just uh <laughs> um and uh but yeah so here I am you know you're seeing me live it's midweek and uh it's a new year and I just got a new warehouse, and you know, we're we're raising we're funding we're raising money right now, right? You know, so there's just there's a lot going on. Um, but uh so, yeah.
1: tell yeah. us about what flavors you have right now because right. honestly, and I man, when you're saying this, like my head is going in so many different directions of things mm-hmm. that you can do with this, and yeah. you know, it's amazing that you do have an option that's not alcoholic, but that little vodka in it is not gonna yeah. hurt anybody so either. That's so i a I'm that's just, the big
4: thing, right? So it's not a one-dimensional yes, thing, it's, it's yeah. multi- it's a multi-revenue, multi-faceted beverage that uh, a bar can put on and, you know, serve it non-alcoholic, you know, and right now, autos uh, which is a, a really cool new cocktail bar that opened up on Charlotte um, yeah. just a few months ago. The owners of Headquarters Coffee opened up that, uh, James and Louisa, they're amazing. They're they're using it in uh, their cocktail. It's on the menu, you know, they have like a, a better vodka soda, they call it, where it's just may pop, whatever the, the flavor is that they they rotate flavors. Um and uh, just a little bit of like cathead honeysuckle vodka, you know, or it's a very right. simple, simple thing. So yeah, right now I have lemon, a lime, mm-hmm. a grapefruit orange blend, which is a blend of grapefruit orange and lemon juice. And, uh, and that's really just the banger right there. And then I, I, I most recently released a tangerine, uh, which, I, uh, which yeah. is really nice. So it's a real t- California tangerine juice that we're using in our, in our water there. So just wow. like a nice core four uh, yeah. that, we're, that we're kind of starting with. It's simple and, um, you know, it's affordable to had these are half the price of, of, beer kegs, you know, and, um, it's just, you know, it's been fun. Uh, and I'm excited to blast into this year and kind of really uh, work with bars and restaurants and, and really rethink menus. And, you know, uh, cause when you put me on tap, it becomes this thing where you're like, oh, I can upcharge a cocktail or, oh, I can, um, I can, you know, a Martin's barbecue, like, I you know, the children can have a Bay pop, you know, and walk up to the bar. So, um, a lot of, a lot of things, you know, that uh, I'm really excited about and, and when I'm doing it, you know, especially in, in this new space and, uh,
0: <laughs> you know, that's so cool, man. I, we did a remote from, um, autos right before yep. James and Louisa opened I'd and <laughs> I was like, I need a, I, I want some, I don't drink. Yeah. You know? So that's I was right. like, what do you have? And and Delia had like some champagne, uh, she was coasting back then. And then we had a, I had a may pop and I was just like, this is fantastic. I love this. This is awesome. so great. I could go to a bar mm-hmm. and order this drink from a keg, yeah. like, like in a pint glass. Mm-hmm. I can sit at a bar with people who could be drinking. Yep. And I could not be drinking and not feel like a pariah, mm-hmm. like this weird person. It's like, that's oh. A
3: thing.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah I, mean, I
0: mean, it is.
1: It's so interesting you brought that up because I have been in the, music world of Nashville for yeah. 20 years. Mm-hmm. There's not an event that you go to where you have a non-alcoholic beverage. It's mm-hmm. part of the social scene. It's part of like, yeah. oh, you're going to go up to the bar. If you have that, it's available. You're exactly right. That's just part of the social fabric of talking to people and networking and you're all there. I. That's a brilliant, brilliant idea to have.
0: Well, on that show that we did, we did a thing called um, On Brand or What's the dealer where we, we we did like a rant, and one of my rants that day was, what is going on with non-alcoholic options? Yeah. You know, you go to a, you go to one of those parties, Kelly, and you mm-hmm. walk up and you go to the bar, and you're like, hi, and they're like, would you want wine or do you want beer? And I'm like, oh, I don't drink. And they go, oh, well, there's a kid's cooler over there that mm-hmm. has like waters and sodas. And you're like, God. I'm an adult. Like you can't pour me a Coke. and Oh, no, this is for alcohol. If you want water or soda, go to that little. There's like an igloo down there. <laughs> this a Snoopy. A Snoopy igloo that you can go get your drink out of. You're just you, and it's like yeah. if I had like a Maypop, I could just it's right there. It's like, yeah, I'll do one of those. It's perfect. And it's something that is like we need more of that. We need more people encouraging people to drink non-alcoholic stuff. I don't, I mean, I don't care if you drink alcohol. I'm not like anti-alcohol, but for people like me, it's nice to not feel like I'm weird for not drinking, you know?
4: Absolutely. And, and what we, and what, one thing we really worked hard on was our branding to make it, make it modern and, and, and not like kitschy. And, you know, so it's like, it's a, it's a premium, super kind of premium looking brand where you're like, Whoa, what is that? You know, (laughs) Walker brothers does a really great job with their branding too. And, and it's, it's something that I, uh, I, I look up to those those brothers uh, Sam and Luke they're the best and uh, they and if, there's something about the, our label which I'm so that's why I'm so excited to kind of get get it into a can and get that label on there and get it out into Whole Foods you know turnip truck you know Citizens Market places like that that are that you can just pick up a six pack and it's and it looks like looks like a craft something you know but it, it, and
0: will you make tall boys?
4: So, uh, yes, want tall boys, like 16 or 19 twos, you know, there's so many different sizes now. Um, yeah. 16 ounce cans. 16s. um, Yeah. Is that what, is that what you like, Brandon? I mean, I've been going back and forth on so many 16 ounce, ounce koozies, 16 ounce, 12 ounce, 16, you know, like you, you make these decisions and they're like, Oh wow. Yeah. But, um, what right now? Yeah. So we'll do like a small batch uh, where we add like ginger to our lemon or we we, uh, we do like hibiscus or uh, and we'll do those Ooh. in 16 ounce cans, you know, four pack kind of like one off stuff. That's that's like it's way down the road right now. I'm just trying to get the core into into package right now. We're just uh, so new to this right now. But um, one one really neat thing that we're wanting to do with that 16 ounce offering uh, is. Uh, the Maypop is the Tennessee State Wildflower, right? So it's a big O to the state and we're big naturalists. My wife and I, who's 50% of the company, she does all the finance and I do all the operations. Uh, so it's a really, it's a really beautiful team that we've, that we've done here. And, and it's why we've been so successful to this point. But um, the Maypop being a, a Tennessee State Wildflower, uh, it, it, we want to do uh, no our, idea. our small batch uh, four packs with uh, other uh, native species that grow it, it, in Tennessee, right? So persimmon, you know, is a, is a native tree. So we would use like maybe have a persimmon flavor, or uh, you know, down the you know, just kind of uh, ginger is also something that is uh, that grows natively here um, as well. So just um, kind, we're kind of playing on that, uh, con, you know, you know, for the water conservation, for the water source, um, we're huge with uh, the Cumberland River Compact you know, the, our, our, our Metro is water, that your water source? It is. Yeah. We're, we're filtering multiple times at Jackalope of course. Um, but it, but we're using, you know, the Cumberland river and, and I'm trying to change the, the, the negativity that comes from, Oh, it's a dirty river. And Oh man. And, uh, I'm trying to kind of like turn that a little bit where we give 1% of our total profits each year to the Cumberland river compact, which wow. keeps our yeah. river clean and, you know, kind of picking up trash and all that type of stuff. Uh, is a huge part of what, what I'm doing and what Claire and I are doing.
0: I, you, you got to, so a, a, it's not the Himalayas. <laughs>
1: what? He was, he was laughing earlier. He goes, I swear, I think this water comes from the Himalayan mountains. It's, <laughs> it's Himalayan water. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go with no, that might be yeah. kind of prohibitive. Um, but,
0: uh, you've yeah. got, you've, so when I used to wait tables back in the day, when people would order water, because I was a jerk, I would say all right, one Cumberland punch coming right up. Yeah. Right? Because that yeah. was water Cumberland You got to do a <laughs> Cumberland, you got to do a flavor called Cumberland punch.
4: Well, as, uh, there's already there's it's already out there. There's uh, East Nashville Beer Works already makes a wheat beer called Cumberland punch. Oh. oh
1: <laughs> man. Damn. That's yeah, so that well, I've been Mm-hmm. I'm going to reach out and just say my favorite thing whenever I'm like doing anything. I love cucumber. I have a cucumber addiction, cucumber. so yeah. you can work that in somewhere, Matt. Yep. Um, sure. I'm on board.
4: Right. Writing it down. I know K- cucumber Kelly's is, cucumber. Is, yeah. Cucumber is, is one of those polarizing uh, fruits, right? Vegetable. I don't, um, it's one of those where people love it and hate it, you know, right. but uh, that w- that's definitely on the small batch. Um, uh, there you go. Absolutely. You know,
1: well, and you know, here's a question for you too. When you look at this overall, and and obviously it's starting to take off, and you see it going in so many different directions. What's what is your goal for the end of 2021, and then what do you see in five years? Where do you hope you you land in five years from now?
4: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, a lot's just happened in the past, just just from the holidays, really. And but uh, <laughs> really, by the end of the, by the end of this year, I really want you know there to be kind of all you know, throughout middle Tennessee, uh, for sure with, our, with our cans and, uh, have grown the draft program quite, a, quite a bit. You know, I really want to, um, be a part of that fifth and Broadway, you know, thing that's opening and I, and I can't wait till people get vaccinated and people can start going out and, you know, cause that's a big part of Napop's success. You know, it's not just, um, you know, grabbing cans and this is a grocery brand. Like I want this to be like a people come from around the country and we're like, Oh, there's, I heard this is sparkling water company. I want to try it on tap. You know, and like, that's an experience right there that really nobody else in the country is doing. So that, that's something I really want to see, have see grown um, where it's on tap and and high, high vis, high vis locations, you know, the, the new grand uh, Hyatt hotel, you know, places like that where it's just kind of like, you're, you know, be on tap at a a Sean Brock restaurant, you know, things like that, where I, I I have like white whales, you know, of, uh, of visibility and, wanting it to be more than just the sparkling water in a can and the sparkling water aisle. Right. Um, this is way more, uh, there's a lot more going on and I've got a lot more experience, um, in that beverage on premise beverage scene that I took from bounty Bev, uh, that I'm really wanting to take it to new, like to new Heights where, you know, those kegs can kind of be seen more like your experience, Brandon, you know, where you're sitting there and it's like, and you're drinking and you're like, God, you know, and like, this is mind blowing, you know, and I want more of that. People would be more kind of like blown away by it. Cause it is a really unique thing.
0: I'm so excited for you, man. I love your enthusiasm. I yeah. love like just yeah. your positivity. You're so ready for this. Like I really am. That's I love it. entrepreneurs have dreams yeah. and they follow their dreams and they're like, yeah. Hell yeah man, we're doing it. 2020. We got our own spot. Look, I got my own van. This yeah. is it, dude. My yeah. wife and I we're making this thing happen. That's yeah. Awesome.
1: Do, Do you, you have wanna... kids Yeah, oh.
4: I, I, it's something to root for, honestly. Like Yeah. Uh, we've 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 thrown everything at this, you know? Like we've we're we're fully invested as a as a family of Claire and I, no children, just a big bernie's mountain dog, you know. So we've really just kind of um put everything in on this and, and, and I'm so confident in it really. And it's, it's, it's scary, but also fun. And, and, but like, I'm so good at this that it's just like, I I can't wait to kind of uh, take it to the next step, especially, you know, imagine when this COVID thing, you know, cross your fingers that, you know, it just kind of starts to improve and then goes back Mm -hmm. to where, you know, that, that booming 2019, 2018 Nashville, that was just like eye popping when, you know, remember the craft brewers conference when they were here, like, uh, that was the, uh, an unbelievable experience for me. And just, you know, the predators playoffs, like all of that, like momentum that Nashville had, uh, I want, I can't wait to get back to that and then, and be ready with my water, you know? And, um, so it's just,
1: do you have room for a tap room there?
4: Yeah. So there, I, I, I there's like two offices and like okay. one's mine. And then there's like a space by the door where I'm going to have like a mobile bar, um, where may pop is all four may pops are going to be on tap, you know? And so. I'll invite, uh, you know, accounts here and be like, Hey, look at my cute little, um, warehouse space and here's the water and you can sample it. And, you know, it's just, uh, we're also, I'm, I'm also sharing this warehouse area, which is really amazing with uh, Switters coffee and Brightwood hard cider. They are like in they're like two units over. So there's a little beverage compound here, uh, right here on Elm Hill Pike. Uh, we're like right next to purity dairy and, um, kind of right there on Murfreesboro road. And it's just the, we're centrally located and I'm five minutes from the brewery where my water's being produced. And it's, it's a really, really good spot where we're at right
1: now.
0: That's
4: fantastic. Yeah. We got lucky.
1: Good. That's amazing, man. Congrats. I can't wait. I can't wait.
0: So we've been asking, we've been asking people what they're, if they have like a craving out there. Like if there's something that there's someone food in the city that like every once in a while you're like, I gotta eat, like I gotta eat this yep. thing from this place. What it is it happens. for you?
4: It just happened. So we went on a two and a half week uh, vacation uh, in the southeast. We towed a camper. It was a lot of fun. Uh, went to six state parks, and it was uh, so that that three week time away from Nashville. The, the this is the answer to the question we came back and we were like what what is the that we missed so much and it was thai son right so it was oh you know, yes we went to that midtown location and got the bangkok wings we got the red curry we got the crab rangoon and like we just loaded up this bag took it home and watched wonder woman and uh <laughs> it was, uh, it, was uh, it was amazing you know so well, I and, know
1: the yeah. Thai was good what did you think about wonder woman
4: uh, I was on the fence. You know, obviously the first one was unbelievable. The second one, I, I felt like got a little long, and I was like, "Really? Like what? It's a little lovey-dovey." I, mean, I don't know. Um, but I, I liked it. You know, there was the action scene at the end was pretty amazing. That that that, that humans can pull that off, you know, like <laughs> unbelievable. Um, with the uh, with that super that super boss or whatever that, that yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, Is
0: there a spoiler alert coming uh, here?
1: No, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Okay. No, no. I will just say Pedro Pascal gave me so many old school Lex Luthor vibes from yeah. original Superman. Like he oh. was really, he was almost campy. It was just great. I loved seeing that. It made yeah. me feel, and it was like that 19th. He was a
4: really war. unique villain. Yeah. He was, yeah. Really, yeah. He was really neat looking. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: It was, it was not what I expected at all, especially seeing him all the time in Mandalorian. Like I just didn't. Mm-hmm. Seeing him, but not seeing him in The Mandalorian. No.
0: Candy Davidson has been very active today on the comments, and she would like to say, "Congrats, Matt, on your new business venture. We miss you much. We wish you much success." That's
3: Thanks, Candy.
1: Awesome.
4: I see you there. Thank you so much.
1: That's so <laughs> awesome. Well, and I before I let you go, the one thing that I noticed when you panned over and you showed me the van, and I saw like what your logo looks like.
4: Look at that logo. You know
1: that logo. <laughs> Here's what I love about it. Okay. This is my first experience with your logo. I love the look of it because it has a cool retro vibe to it. Totally. And I, I mean, to me, like I just envision if you were going to do a really fun, you know, shop of your own at fifth broad, since we're putting this into the universe to do this amazing, like retro, almost, almost a soda shop feel with just water. That would just be incredible. And it would attract kids and parents and all the fun stuff, all the colors. Yeah, great job on that logo, it's beautiful.
4: Well, I are you work a- with the best. We work with Fresh Branding, who are the absolute best in the city when it comes to branding. So Jesse Goldsey, as you get, obviously, uh. you know, yeah. So they they are the best team. You know, they work all with Fresh Hospitality, Green, you know, the the Grill Cheesery, the Hue Babies logo, all that is their beautiful work. And uh, they they really took our logo and what we wanted out of it and just crushed it. You know. Um, and we Jesse's and, amazing. Yep. And we can't, I cannot wait to get team. in touch with him in the next couple of weeks so he can start on our, on our package label. You know, that's our next big step, right? So we're going to go back with them and and have them develop us 12 ounce can kind of label package with all of our flavors. So um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm, excited. I'm really excited
0: for you, man. I love your genuine enthusiasm. I love yeah. everything about what you're doing. Cool. If I, the second that I say, I'm thinking like I'm the whole time I'm like, I could get a kegerator. Yeah. We, <laughs> well, because we buy so much. You know, if you go to my outside fridge right now, there's totally. like nine, eight packs of Spindrift. Yep.
3: That's okay. A, I
0: drink Spindrift.
4: Yeah. Was, was like big, that's my big, jam. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I would absolutely. love to trade that for Maypop. I would so much rather support Maypop. And I'm like, I wonder because I drink those things. The 16 ounce thing, like, oh, love that because 12 ounces isn't enough for me. I'm drinking water. Like, I want to drink a 16 ounce can. It would make me feel normal too. But like just to have like my own Maypop tap in the house, I'm like, ooh, I'm like my brain's moving over here going, Honey, we won't have to go to Target and continue to buy the mango spindrift like we do. And um, <laughs> I'm gonna make that happen, Matt. I'm excited.
4: Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Have you have you
0: have you talked to Jim Myers over at the Elliston soda shop?
4: Uh, no, but I, I love that. That's a, that's a classic rash, uh, Nashville. About, how great to have
0: like your soda on, like to have that there, yes. like oh, and man, the brand it's retro, so it's well everything. There.
4: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great call. You know, uh, I'm going to make think, that
0: introduction oh, if you don't know him.
4: I, yeah, I'd li- I'd love that. Yeah. Uh, they, I think they do have like Sprecher sodas on tap, you know, maybe like that. Cause I know the Sprecher brand has, uh, their sugar forward sodas that, that come in kegs, uh, that are sold local or here in town as well. But yeah, that's, a uh, putting them on the list for sure
1: you know yeah, what? Sure. you just mentioned something and it, it reminded me of a question that i didn't get a chance to ask you but when you're putting in the the natural fruit juices like what is the calorie like for you know just a may pop if i was going to go get yeah. one what the calorie count look like
4: <laughs> well, yeah so lemon <laughs> and lime are like they're like very low percentage juice you know they're about three percent and it's just um it's like zero calories on, on those ones, you know, like maybe one or two, you know, kind of, we have to write one or two on the label or something. Cause there is something from the real juice, but the grapefruit and or, the grapefruit orange blend that I have is about 17 calories per 16 ounce pour, so, okay. you know, and that's like three grams of sugar, three grams of carbs, all of that's natural in those juices, right? Those juices run uh, sugar forward. And, um, and the the tangerine is about the same about 15 calories you know and that so nothing over 20 in these pints and nice. uh it's it's hydrating and healthy and, and a way to pace yourself if you're if you are at a bar or if you don't drink then it's an amazing way for you to you know approach a bar with your friends and and be you know exactly fit in and like not that you you know don't fit in, it's just like it, there is a stigma about it you know and i'm trying to break that there's a lot of things that this is doing that uh i'm excited about with the bar the, the standard bar you know, kind of uh, what the way you, or even in the music industry, you know, kind of like the the, the standard party thing, where it's like, oh, the social um, aspect of it is a real thing. So uh, yeah. you guys are already keen on that, and I, and that's something I, I I'm proud to uh, to kind of mix up a little bit.
0: Well, I will say that you, I don't need to make an introduction anymore because if you can <laughs> see them on the screen. Jim Myers is listening, so he's oh,
3: okay.
0: he's over there at the Elliston Place Photoshop. Shop. He goes, "I'm listening. I got you. I'm here."
4: <laughs> All right, hey Jim. Yeah, you'll I'll, you'll you'll see me uh, here in the next couple of weeks.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: And yeah. knocked on the door. That's amazing. Much That's success to you this year, friend. It, Thank I'm, you. I'm so excited for you.
4: I love your guys' show. You guys, you guys are crushing it. You know, and, and what a what a beautiful city. And you, this concept in this radio show is really kind of needed you know so and there's there's a lot of gems in the city you know so yeah. um you guys know that very well so thank you so much for this opportunity you know Uh
0: anytime man anytime you want to come on anytime you ever need anything please let us know we're, we're a big supporter uh, Jim says come over right now uh, <laughs> let's go. Like, I'm here oh, right now I want your water let's go
1: that's like okay so I, can I, can up. Up. I know
0: He's Like this worked that's this it. was a great show great all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, man. Happy 2021 yeah. to yes. you and um, stay in touch. Let us know when you rule the world. We want you to come back. Yep. So
4: I got your number. We'll, we'll text, you know, I'd love to come on again.
1: This is great. Awesome. All right, brother.
0: Thank you guys Thanks, so man. much.
1: Bye. I'm, uh, I'm thirsty now. I'm, th- I'm really thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here without any, we're talking about it. I'm like, I'm so thirsty.
3: I'm going to
0: do another ad right now, but it's a natural segue because I'm sitting here talking to him and his enthusiasm and it's infectious. He's positive. He's just like one of those guys. I'm like, I want to hang out with him. He reminded me of Jason Ellis, Jason Ellis of super source. Just one of those guys you start talking to and you're like, I really like this guy. Like he's genuine. He's got a great attitude. He wants to hustle. He wants to do the right thing. He doesn't come like across as like, you know, I don't know. He, he He's just a great guy. I was That was so much fun. But chase Nellis is that guy for super source. And every time I see him in the restaurant, he's just like, Hey man, what's going on? And he's, he's working. And he's, he's just doing so. He's like, Oh, Hey, I checked this out and I did this and I did that. And I did this and I'm heading over here and just want to say this was, and it's like, where do you get this energy? Like, where are you so positive all the time? Like, this is the, the dish machine and chemical guy. Why are you so nice? Like, like hes I don't know what he's doing, but like, I'm like, you're going to rule this city one day. He's just so good. That's, I get that same vibe from him. Like you're doing it the right way. You're good people. Like keep, keep doing that. That's so, so cool. It was fun.
1: I love that. I think that people like that are, you're automatically rooting for them. You're automatically rooting for Matt, you know?
0: I I want him to win. And I'm not kidding. I'm going to go look at, like, kegerators. Like, I didn't think I'd ever have a keg in my house. But, like, now I can for water? Like.
1: You know what? Hold on. I'm going to go see. Because you said you have Spendriff. I think I have LaCroix.
0: Are you you LaCroix? I think and i don't even like it yeah it just tastes like water like sadness water um i like spendrift is made with like the real fruit juices and they have a blackberry spendrift and then they have a mango spendrift and they have a raspberry lime which is really good too uh but i love just like the the flavored waters um and the spendrift only has like 2 calories it's not no calories but it has like Two calories.
1: I couldn't even find. I, I've had one LaCroix, and I think it's gone. Here's the thing. I just don't usually drink those things. But if I had something that I knew tasted good, this is what I had down here. Ugh. Not good. <laughs> it is <laughs> the Suja Organic. Costco.
0: You would got that at Costco.
1: Yeah, the Uber Greens with cucumber, celery, grapefruit, green shard, and lettuce. I'm going to drink my greens. Are you really? Yeah. I mean,
0: I got one one of those. I drank one. And the other five that came in that pack, yeah. like at the end, like a month ago, I was like, these, I wonder if these, oh yeah, they're expired. Yep. uh But
1: I mean, it tastes like grass, but it's good for me. Cheers.
0: Is it, is it good for you?
1: Who knows? I'm drinking it. (laughs) It says it is. I mean, and I used to, I was really big into juicing for mm, probably about four or five months. We were doing, Celery every morning, celery juice. Uh-huh. Morning. And I really liked it. And then, honestly, there was like a celery shortage because I think people really got turned on to, you know, the health it's a trend. It's supposed to be really good for you. And it's supposed to, you know, if you have strep throat, it helps kill the bacteria in your throat. This has not been proven by the FDA, so don't take my word for it. Who do I know? But <laughs> so I stopped because I couldn't get the celery anymore. But now that I can, I guess, buy it, I'll drink it. But this is no, this is not even close to what a May pop would be. So I'm just drinking but, you know, right now.
0: Yeah, I did a juice cleanse like three weeks ago, like right before the holidays. Mm. <laughs> See that that look in your you life. It's not
1: enjoyable. It's not something that you drink because you like it. You drink it because you feel like you're doing something good for your body. So there it is. Well, we'll find how,
0: out. How how awesome is it that Jim Myers is listening? Hi, Jim.
1: Jim oh my gosh i haven't been to elliston in a minute i need to go
0: yeah we need to go we need to go i told him that we would do a remote from the elliston place soda shop to like break it in and like hey here we are at elliston place soda shop don't do that great with remotes we we did a good one from autos was actually pretty good the audio was pretty good okay um Maybe we do, maybe we do that. Maybe we, maybe we come over there and do that. I think that would be fun.
1: Check it out. I have not been in a minute. And the last time I went, um, Reese was pretty small and I remember taking her and she loved it. That was like one of her favorite things. She just liked how it looked and you know, the food, she had a good time. So that's definitely, it's a staple in Nashville, everybody, if you're listening and you have not been, you need to go.
0: Hey, Definitely for sure, and they're just reopening like right now. Jim put in the comments, ha, is the new Elliston Place Photoshop reopened yet? Or is it like I think I want to say it was like the seventh or the ninth, like they open tomorrow or something, or oh, they yeah. open today? I feel like it's like they just now opened or they're just about to reopen,
1: okay? Uh, like
0: any minute. So, um, go check that out. A Nashville tradition, the Elliston Place Photoshop reopening maybe at five o'clock today. I don't know when, when they're opening, but, it's, but he, he said it like six times on the show when they're opening. I just-
1: You're sending people there and it's not open and then that would be bad.
0: <laughs> just, he says, come over right now, but that was he was talking to the Maypop, Matt.
1: That's fine.
0: Hmm. So- um,
1: Opening later this spring. See, I told you.
0: Opening later this spring. Okay, so don't go there today.
1: Put it on the list.
0: But when they do open, mm-hmm. you'll need to go check it out.
1: You know who did reopen today? Our friend Matt, or our friend Trey. I Trey said the
0: farmhouse, or at the Trey, Black, Black Rabbit.
1: Black. Yeah, so Siacha owns Black Rabbit, and we talked to him last week. And he was one of the businesses affected. Um, he's on Second Avenue. He's not right where it was. You know, the bomb had gone off, but he was close enough to where he had damage and. He came on and, and told us, you know, what it looked like. And then he broken some windows. And um, I did see today they reopened. So he is now open for business. And that is such a weird position to be in because hardly anyone is going to be going down there thinking everything is still closed. So if you are looking for a great place to eat, to hang out, to have a beverage, or just to, you know, go say hi, go to Black Rabbit right there on second. It's a great place. Yes.
0: You know, downtown restaurants just need support so bad right now. Mm-hmm. They just need you to go downtown. Like we talked about last week. Like, if, this is if you are some one of those people that's like, I don't go downtown, like this is the time to do it mm-hmm. because there ain't nobody down there. They okay. need you.
1: We just did on sa- Saturday, Saturday the second. I'm like, what day is it? Yes saturday i went to yolan that was my first experience with yolan downtown
0: oh my gosh Yeah, tell me about it was it amazing
1: it it was incredible i i'd never really experienced anything like that dining wise it was absolutely next level and does not you were exactly right you nailed it when i told you that we were going there and you said you're gonna feel like you are in a different city you're gonna feel like you're in chicago it did. It felt like I was in a very fine dining establishment in a huge city, not in Nashville.
0: And it's not like crazy pretentious. Like they welcome you, but like they hit every detail. And it's just, it's like unexpected. You get there you're like, whoa, like this is really amazing in yeah. Yeah. the service, in the bread service, in the presentation of everything. And Was Tony there? Did you get to see Tony? I
1: didn't get to see Tony. I didn't get to see Tony, but it was an incredible night. Um, You know, we, I can't even remember everything that we ate. I took a lot of pictures because it was beautiful. (laughs) I was was taking pictures of my friend's food. My friend Mandy is sitting beside me and I'm like, don't eat that yet. I want to take a picture. So I was taking pictures of everyone's food and it was truly gorgeous, but just the combination of flavors and the, and the things that you just never think that you would fall in love with, uh, that was, we had veal and that was really some of the best veal, but it was not only the presentation of it, but just the, the way that the flavors blend, it was incredible. And my husband was over the moon with everything that he had too. So it was a, it was a great night.
0: I love that. I love hearing stories like that. When we did we did something called the Nashville Hot List, which we started doing on this show, like a, a top uh ten restaurants in Nashville right now, the places that you will not be disappointed with if you go eat right now. And Yolon, I only did it one time. I did it one time, and Yolan was my number one restaurant in the city. Like if you're gonna go anywhere, they are the number one, I think number two. Was Lachlan Table and number three was Bastion, but they could have been flip flopped. It could have been really any of those. Yolon was definitely in number one, but Bastion and Lachlan Table were like my two and three at the time. Uh, But there's so many amazing restaurants in our in our town that so it's so hard. Part of the goal of the show was we want to introduce people, we want to keep people up to date. One of the things I hear all the time is there's just so many restaurants I don't even know how to keep up. Right. And I want to do a weekly show where we caught you up. You could just catch this show and go, oh, I know where I need to go. I need to go eat at Yolan. I need to go check. So, you know where else people need to go?
1: Helen's? No. Oh, oh. Alistair <laughs> Hi.
0: I figured he's here. Let's just bring him on.
3: Hey, folks. Hey. How are y'all? Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year. Happy
1: New Year. Where are you right now?
3: I'm at the soda shop.
1: You are. Look at you. Oh, it looks fancy and nice. Look at that. Oh, Jim, tell us everything.
3: Well. Uh, we, oh, man. We looks are, like you need people in there. We need people. Oh, man. It's just there's there's a sadness in these empty spaces that um, when you don't have people in them, that energy of people coming out and eating and dining and restaurants play such an important role mm-hmm. in the culture of the places where they are and in people's lives. And it's, it, it's, it's just hard to see an empty restaurant. Yeah. Um, and you feel for everyone out there who's struggling right now. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we need people. Uh, we'll be opening uh, a little bit later this year. Um, we, uh We did decide to push things back a little bit Um, when we made the decision to open on, uh, and you were right, Brandon, it was, it, I mean, we were on the cusp of uh, opening. We had uh, talked about January 19th as the opening day. Okay. um, That decision was made before the uh, COVID uh, surge that happened, um, you know, putting Tennessee on top of a list it doesn't want to be on. And um, before the bombing, before everything else going on. So we just decided that uh, it's just one of those hard decisions that every restaurant out there has to make now is, uh, you know, how what's going to be more beneficial, being open or being closed? And how does that affect your overall uh, bottom line. So um, we want to get the opening right. And we want to do it at a time when it can be a little more celebratory and uh, doing that mid January just didn't seem like the right time. So.
1: You know, uh, in, in thinking about all of the things that you've seen over the years, I mean, this has to be at the top of, of some of the hardest hits that we've taken as a city and that you've, you've seen as a restaurateur, like tell us about, you know, Looking at the ebbs and flows, we we've seen the best in times, and then we've seen some of the worst of times as well. What is it about our city that really makes you feel proud? And knowing that you guys are going to survive this because the city's not going to let you fail.
3: Yeah, no, that's a great question. It's um, Nashville has tremendous resilience, more more resilience than any city that I've spent any time in. And uh, the the whole Nashville strong, and we are Nashville. It's not just a hackneyed hashtag to stick on T-shirts and the sides of buildings. It's something very real here. Um, there's a real sense of pride in this city, and they care about um, what happens to it. They care about each other, and and we're hoping they, you know, they care about institutional restaurants that uh, have been around for we're coming up on 82 years this year. So. Um, we just project projects like this are, are true passion projects and um, uh, they, they places like the soda shop and, and other Brown's diner, you know, I know is getting a new lease on life. And I worry about rotiers down the street from us. That's remained closed. Um, And, and, and since I mean, they have not reopened since the pandemic hit, and you know, you 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 worry. Um, restaurants go through life cycles. They you hope that they can continue. You hope that either someone in the family wants to carry it on, or if it's a multi generational property like that, or or that someone has interest in it, and uh, it's it's hard to do. So um, we c- we can't wait to open and have people back in here. Um, we had, we, we, I think I told this story, Brandon, I, I can't remember. Uh, we had a girl who wanted to celebrate her birthday here, but we were closed. We were actually under construction. We didn't even have the, the bar up yet. And um, she wanted to celebrate her, her sixth birthday here. She celebrated her other birthdays and she came in. She was a fourth generation soda shop customer. Her great grandfather's first job as a teenager um when he was uh, going to Father Ryan, when the old father Ryan was down the street, was at the soda shop. So you know when you when you look at having four generations of customers, um, that's amazing mm-hmm. uh, and so and it's a it's a responsibility too. So I'm so thrilled that we can keep a place like this open and uh, bring people back in and offer them some, some comfort food and a little bit of joy with a milkshake you know i think we all need a little more comfort and joy these days
0: you know you know i'm excited about for you jim pardon we've been talking about this for for several months this has been in the works for so long and i just know how excited you are inside like of your heart to be welcoming people back into that building And and those five generation people, the four generation people that are going to come in and tell you those stories, you've got maybe a handful of now, but in a year, how many people and how many experiences you're going to have in that building and just the stories you're going to be able to tell. And just for you being such a major part of that, I know that you are just so excited and I just can't wait for that for you.
3: Oh, I can. I love it. I mean, I love the classic old places, the places that define the city. Um, growth is great. Uh, but we can't lose sight of what, what makes Nashville, Nashville. And, um, you don't want every, you know, you don't want West end to turn into a road that looks like every other road, uh, in every other city, um, with nothing but, uh, chain restaurants up and down. So, um, yeah, it's so important to me to help preserve these institutions. And I'm very thankful that that uh, Tony Giratana had the, had the insight to, and the passion to say, hey, I'm gonna buy a restaurant. Uh, he, he tells a great story about how he broke that news to his wife who reminded <laughs> him that he knows nothing about running restaurants. And uh, But he's, he's, uh, he's been so good to us and, and made sure that everything we do is first class here and uh, I don't think I would have been involved if it weren't. Uh, but yeah, no, it's exciting. Can't wait to to get open again. And uh, I've only had one milkshake disaster, and there's a there's some pink strawberry ice cream still on the ceiling. <laughs> where uh, I had my first disaster, but uh, I'm learning. I'm, okay, I'm, all right. You'll
1: get it. Listen, hey, if you need me, my first job was at a Dairy Queen when I was fourteen. I learned how to use that shake machine. I'm really good at that. So if you need me, I'll come down, Jim. I can help.
3: Kelly, bring it. Come on, come on okay. down. We'll That's put awesome. you to work behind the the, the soda fountain. I can yeah. do
0: that. And good. I've eaten. I, I'm so good at the the soft serve at Jason's Deli. Like I'm always <laughs> like the guy making the ice cream cone. People around me are like, "Have you done this before?" I'm like, "I." I, I the sales 15 years i ate a lot of salad bars but I always get I, i'm i'm pretty good with the soft serve man so i'm gonna volunteer myself as well right on come on anytime back. we can have some fun
3: now we don't have soft serve here it's all hand hand, hand dipped on dip. uh, ice cream so. i can
0: do that too yeah you know
3: so
1: good,
0: yeah, so so good. action
1: what's so your favorite down. thing what's your favorite milkshake flavor jim
3: oh that's a good question i've been uh strawberry focusing on a strawberry, uh, not, I'm sorry, not, uh, well, the strawberry is really good, but um, a chocolate peanut butter uh, with little pieces of nutter butter in it. So uh, nice. that's my favorite. And then I'm bringing back uh, an old Sunday that I grew up on in, uh, in the Midwest. It was It was a deal in the Midwest and it was a deal on the East Coast called a Dusty Road. And a dusty road was uh, two scoops of ice cream, one covered with uh, hot uh, caramel sauce, the other one with hot fudge, and then you uh, put a dusting of malt powder on top. Oh, it's so good!
1: I can have a whole conversation about how a chocolate malt is a lost art form, and they cannot find a good chocolate malt hardly. No one does that anymore and that's one of my favorite things ever and my dad's favorite thing
3: too. I'm going to give you the first sneak peek look at our malt dispenser. Oh, what? Oh, look at that. And it's it's mounted on the uh, milk machine that holds the big bags of milk like your old school cafeteria. But yeah.
1: Oh, wow.
3: So that's kind of fun. It's interesting um that, that malts, um, malt shops were a big deal in the 1800s in cities like New York. And I always thought it was malted milk, but the old malt shops uh, used liquid malts, like barley malts that you use to make beer. And um, and it's, uh, sorry, I'm sitting down. Uh, I'm about to lose power here, so I'm going to talk and plug, plug in. in at the same plug time. In. Uh,
0: <laughs> Well, we impromptu got you on the show here, so I mean, it, it, we understand.
1: We're excited. This is like huge <clears cute throat> behind the scenes. I love all. Bonus, of-
3: yeah. So the so the history of of soda shops and and uh, and fountains, and it was great hearing uh, Matt talk about Maypop and everything. Um, it's pretty cool stuff, huh? It's, yeah, it's fascinating. And you think about what how sodas evolved. They they started in pharmacies. And they started, they evolved in pharmacy lunch counters and soda shops and soda parlors. And they evolved from, you know, something sweet to take your medicine with to tonics for different things. And then that turned into this whole, Hey, we can, we can make money just selling these as sweet, sweet uh, fountain treats before the soda industry caught up or, or, you know, began bottling and canning and that changed everything. But, um, but yeah, just coming up with ideas for different sodas. Uh, we we got in our shipment of phosphate.
1: I was just about to ask you. That's my yes. favorite. I grew up so I grew up in a tiny town in Indiana and we had a very old school place that we would go and they had cherry phosphates and those were my favorite. And again, another thing you can't find anywhere.
3: Yeah. I don't even know what that is. So f- phosphate, so the early sodas were just soda water, carbonated water with syrup, right? I mean, that's how if you go to a, a restaurant yep. and you go to the soda fountain machine, that's what all it's doing is adding syrup to, to the soda. water. So as they developed these soda flavors, they, they wanted something to help balance out this, the super sweetness of it. So you can do that with some kind of acid, uh, like whether it's lemon or lime juice. But if you think back to the 1800s, lemon and limes weren't always available; they were expensive, and it was perishable. So they, pharmacists were chemists, and they discovered well, you can do a neutralized uh, phosphate acid, and it's a it's just a pure sour note when you add it to things. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes in a, in a bottle, uh, and there's a guy who's a, a bartender and soda aficionado in uh, Canada who resurrected this brand called Horsford's of, uh, of acid phosphate. Now, acid phosphate isn't the nicest sounding thing when you're trying to sell a drink. Hey, we're going to give you an acid phosphate here, um, <laughs> but it's, it's basically just it's what they use to balance out the flavor, so it gives you just that sour note without anything else. You know the sour on like Sour Patch Kids and sour gummies. that's just that straight up pucker sour. That's what that's phosphate being used for that. So, yeah. um, so when you add your syrup and then a few dashes of phosphate to it, it just makes it a much more a balanced and and good soda. So. You know, uh, citric acid kind of replaced phosphate as when they found a way to commercially make citric acid in a powder. So, um, yeah, it's a whole chemistry set of history with uh, sodas and, and soda fountains. So, no. yeah, Kelly, we'll have cherry phosphates.
1: I'm so you know? excited. Well, and truly to me, that was a magical experience, like walking in, they had it on tap. And I remember they would put the syrup in and then they would do the phosphate and they would stir and, you know, a little bit more and a little bit. And it was, it was a big presentation and it was beautiful. They also had Italian sodas and, but just having that and knowing that you're going to have that available. And that's something you just, it's a piece of history. It's a piece of, you know, I can share that with my dad who is 82 and he can't find that anywhere else. Right.
3: No, no, no. So that's why I talk about we're trying to bring some things back and to harness the legacy of of, of history a little bit. Um, that's one of the things we'll have. We'll have egg creams as well. Um, so uh, it's just uh, we're we're going old school.
1: I love all of this.
0: Couple things, Jim. Um, we have a, a listener named James Bussell who says, "You guys need to make a Boston cooler. Bring down the Verner from Detroit."
3: Yeah, Werner makes great sodas. That's a great uh, brand. Um, we're gonna. We're not gonna. You know, just part of our thing is not to have a lot of vintage sodas and old soda brands here. Um, uh, we'd like to try and make some of our own. I mean, we're we'll yeah. have, we'll have classic Coke products on on tap because they've been a part of the legacy. The soda shop, the Allison Place soda shop, really was a. A little late to the soda game compared to what was going on nationally. You know, the heyday was the late 1800s and turn of the century. We came on right before World War II, so um, so a lot of that that golden era had already passed. But uh, but we you know we just want to we'll carry Coke products because we always have. We'll carry Purity products because they're a local dairy, and and uh, that was the last provider to the old soda shop, so yeah. What
1: are you spending on the jukebox back there?
3: So we've got a lot of great vintage stuff on the jukebox. We're laughing because we've got the old wall units that we brought over from the old soda shop, and we had them cleaned up and re-chromed, but they still don't work. They actually played tiny little discs in them, and they break a lot, and you can't Uh. get anyone to uh, fix them, so. Unfortunately, it don't work, but a look at the little cards in them tells you when they quit working, and it was right about the time Captain and Tennille were really hot. I can tell you that.
1: <laughs> Love will keep us together, friends. Yes. Love will keep us together.
3: So we've got, on the jukebox, we've got, I mean, classic country, contemporary country, um, you know, it's great because we're playing with 80 years of history. So pick a pick a decade, you know, starting with the 40s and the big band music. Uh, we've got Andrew Sisters. Um, we've got uh, 60s rock, classic rock. You know, we wanted to make sure that it represents sort of the history of music in Nashville over those years and, and people who have either been customers or or have done photo shoots here. So we've got Hank Jr. on there, I got some George Jones, um, uh, and then more contemporary folks too, like uh, Luke Combs and and uh, uh, Kelly Clarkson, who, who did a photo shoot at the old soda shop. So That's a little cool. bit of everything. It's good, but it's got a heavy dose of classic country.
1: I will be there with bells on when you open my friend.
0: Hey, last time we talked, you were doing a big event there that for like 40 people and you'd invited like 700 people.
3: <laughs> How did that go? It, you know, it, it went well. It was, um, we did have security to help the flow of people through the building. Uh, we did not get overwhelmed with numbers. Thank goodness. It was okay. for Reverend Enoch Fuzz, who, oh, right. uh, uh, yeah pastor and leader of the community here. Yeah, It was a fundraiser for him to help him with his cancer. Hi, Amanda, um, for his <laughs> cancer uh, treatment. And it was just a great event. It was great to see. He arrived in a, in a beautiful vintage 60s uh, Cadillac convertible. And um, it was great for people to see him and to wish him well. Uh, at a distance um we had him sort of ensconced in the big corner booth and people were able to kind of walk by and wave but it went it went well thanks for asking and it good. was it wasn't yeah it it had gotten the an invitation had gotten spread uh, <laughs> sort of openly through um through a newspaper so it uh we weren't uh we we weren't overwhelmed so
0: it Well that's good. Was, I I was worried was, about Joe. I was like it's we're in the middle of COVID they're doing a test kind of a deal they're offering this thing for somebody they're going to have we can do this many people but then it got out and it was like oh we may have like 600 people like oh that's not going to be a problem at all no (laughs)
3: No, uh, we were able to control the flow through the space and and everything and and also you know get the kitchen working a little bit we did some great little sliders with tomato jam on them and uh some fried green tomatoes and mini milkshakes and it was good.
1: Love it. Love well, it.
0: Jim I could talk to, I feel like we could just talk Whoa. to you for hours. I we, love your perspectives. I we, I love hearing stories about the soda shop. This is this was such a treat.
3: Fun. Anytime and and again, you know, so right behind me here is our well, it's stage is our stage. So and we got a you know, a soundboard there and everything and and uh well, so we could do a remote there. So you, oh, I
1: thought you were just talking about karaoke. I was in for that too.
3: Yeah, you can do a remote here. And <laughs> um, and you know how they, they've got the sports shows in different uh, restaurants and everything? You could do your show from here. and uh, Perfect.
0: Yeah, Can we have malts? Can we have like a
3: malted malt? Yes, chocolate malt, vanilla malt, you name it. Caramel malt, oh, that a dusty good. road, you know.
1: All of it.
0: Candy uh, Davidson, his mouth is watering for a dusty rose, yeah. all her favorites. Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much, well, yeah, Jim, for, for coming New on. Year. Happy New Year.
3: Crash. I'm always happy to talk, to talk to y'all and catch up and see your bright, shiny faces. I, <laughs> I just miss people, you know? <laughs> it's yeah. I'm tired of myself. I'm real tired of myself.
1: That's the best (laughs) sentiment I could definitely say is I just miss people.
3: So, yeah. Thanks for having me on and uh, we'll catch up again soon.
1: Thank you, Jim. Yes, sir.
3: Cheers. Cheers. See the best. Bye, Jim. (laughs) That was so fun.
1: That was amazing. I didn't know that they had phosphates. When I tell you that was truly one of my favorite things, I know that you're probably thinking, It sounds so strange. They are amazing. They're delicious. Once you have one, you'll want more.
0: I never got into the soda shop kind of a thing. They had like a diner at the Bellevue Mall when it first opened. Okay, there was like a '50s diner at the Bellevue Mall, like the Bellevue Center Mall. That would have been wait, yeah, 1989-ish, like '90 or whatever. And um, I loved going to the diner. It was a lot of fun. And then, uh, but I never. I'm gonna say I don't know if I've ever been to the Elliston Place Soda Shop.
1: Well, we I don't
0: know there. if I've like ever been in there, and like I may have. That's a lot yeah. of years that are you know kind of hazy really- for me, but.
1: I've, I've been several times, but the, I think the last time I went, uh, it's been, it's been a minute and I took Reese and, and she had a milkshake and we did the whole, you know, French fries and she was just loving everything about it. It just has that vibe to it. And, you know, especially now that it's been redone, it looks amazing. And, Just all of that is a piece of nostalgia, and I love that feeling. I love being in a space like that that has those memories. It's like you can kind of soak it up when you're in there.
0: You know what they have there that nobody else has? Phosphates. Jim Myers. Jim Myers. (laughs) Do you know know that when you go to the Elliston Place soda shop for whatever – Jim Myers is going to be there and he's going to greet you and he's going to welcome you and he's going to chat with you. And you're like, I get that. What, what are, no other restaurant has that. Like, and like, how fun is that going to be?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm- a perfect, okay. So a perfect Saturday would be to go to Centennial Park, just go hang out, walk around, you know, enjoy it. And then mosey on over to Elliston Place Soda Shop, have a lunch there, like wander down the street, see what's happening. It's just that little area is, it's amazing. And I don't take advantage of it enough. I don't think many of us do, but it's pretty fantastic that we've got that in our city. I
0: guess Jim is still listening. He said, uh, you are too kind. Don't stop.
1: I can't wait. This spring, it's going to be a big blowout. We're going to have a big party there. I can't. I cannot wait until it reopens.
0: Heck yeah! All right. Well, I guess our friend from Helen's Hot Chicken wasn't able to get on today.
1: That's okay. We'll it, we'll it's with okay. him. We will connect, Jeremy Mallard. Jeremy, we love you. I knew he was kind of in transition. i I've chatted with him quickly earlier today, and I knew that it was going to be a stretch. So we'll get with yeah. him for sure. But uh, yeah, it was it was fun to see our city front and center. If you didn't get a chance to watch Streets of Dreams, you can watch it. I believe they've got both of the, the episode with Nashville and then another episode, which was fascinating, about the diamond capital of New York and how diamonds are bought and sold. So I was lasered in on that. But to see him focus on Nashville and talk about Nashville and all the wonderful things that we have to offer was pretty cool.
0: It's amazing. Uh, Love you too, Jim. And um, I guess that's going to be our show for today, right? Good times. Lots of fun. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for contributing. This has been a lot of fun. This has made my Thursday. I have loved it.
1: Cheers. I'm going to drink the rest of this green juice. Ugh. I've
0: enjoyed watching you drink the green juice. It's been one of my favorite things. The look I mean, on your it face.
1: It doesn't get better. I just keep thinking it's going to get better, and it does not.
0: No, I, I don't. doesn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel all right. healthy. I feel healthy. Mm.
0: Well, you keep staying healthy in 2021, and we thank you all for listening. I hope that you all are being safe out there, socially distanced. Wear a mask. I love you guys.
1: Bye.